0: Hi, everybody.
1: It's going to be a great show today. I'm on a little earlier, but I have a very special guest, Robin Surface, who's from Fidelity Publishing, and those of you that know me know all my books are with Fidelity Publishing, and I've known Robin for as long as I've been independently publishing. So you're going to enjoy the show today because this is who I go to, to ask question after question after question, <laughs> and after an hour on the phone, that I actually forgot what I even asked, but... She guides me all the way through on everything I do. And it, and really without, I don't think I would have kept going because I think that she, you know, I didn't, I knew things, but not really. You know, and that's why we, I'm having the show today because I think people know things, but not really. So <laughs> we're going to learn a lot of things. And um, she's also, she also does my covers. I, I mean, we work hard on them, and it's... Um, no, so it takes time to write a good book. And then once you're done with the book, you really want it to look right and that's why I go to Fidelity because I have been around the block a few times and so and I know a lot of things but I do think that out of all my all my books look good and I'm happy with them. So that's why when people ask me what do I do, now I'm gonna tell you what I do. All right, she's gonna she's gonna tell you what I do. <laughs> She can't help me with grammar, though. That's uh, my that's my own bad habit. <laughs> it, it's not even a habit. I don't know. It's just like, you know, I'm unsure of a lot of things like a lot of authors. No matter how many screenplays I've written, no matter how many books I've written, there are still is question. And... Uh, you have to go to somebody that really you trust and that can help you. So I'm going to let Robin say a little bit about herself, and then we'll just get into our conversation. I'll talk about some of the shows we're having in a little while. But right now, hi, Robin. How are you doing? Hello. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. This will probably be shorter than our regular conversation, I go because I'm always <laughs> calling and saying, oh, it's just a few minutes. I'm to ask you a question. <laughs> All right, so tell everybody a little bit about yourself, Uh, and then we'll just talk about, you know, our discussion.
2: Okay. Well, Fidelity's been in business since 2007, and we've published more than 1,200 books now. Um, I try to work with authors and try to keep abreast of everything that's going on in publishing because everything changes all the time. Mm -hmm. It seems like every time authors get things figured out, um, especially Amazon, it throws... (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> a ball, and then nothing is the same. So no. mm-hmm. it, it's that, a battle just to keep abreast of everything. Yeah. yeah. It's 12 years already since Fidelity. All
1: right, and I even knew you before, so that's yep. really it, – it's a long time. I know time flies. <laughs> i a good yes. time. <laughs> you know, I, the, the most important question is, you know, this is what people say to me. They go, "I want to. I have a book and I want to do a book. What do I do? And I say, call me, and then I call them. They call me, and then I tell them what to do, and then they don't listen a lot of times. And then they call me afterwards and say, oh my God, I spent so much money, and it's horrible. Now what can I do? So this is the <laughs> yeah, process. You know, that too. Yeah, right, because they go to you afterwards, right. right. But, you know, and <laughs> they, right. And the thing is, you know, there are a lot of people out there that are publishing books, but a lot of them go under. I mean, they They do, they just, they, and they're really, their prices are so over the top that people have come to me, which you know, oh, they've spent like $20,000, and and I'm like, I'm going, what? I mean, why didn't you listen or call me before, because some of them I knew, and then, but they didn't, so when they have an idea, and they start writing their book, what are the steps that you can tell them that would possibly help them to get this process right, so they don't end up in a bad way
2: well the very first thing is to know your audience if if you want to write a mystery book you need to look at popular mystery books and because there is a formula to that type of book and the audience expects a certain thing they expect a certain look to the cover they expect a certain almost cadence to the writing and if you've never read a mystery book it, chances are you're not going to be too good at writing one. You need you need to know who right. who you're writing for. Uh, yeah. I get a lot of authors who say I don't care about the readers. I want it this way. Right. Well, that that's not a good attitude to have because no. the readers are the ones <laughs> that you want to please. That's yeah, exactly.
1: Which is which is really hard. I mean, that's hard. That's really a difficult thing to get readers to like your books. So, But those are the ones you're catering to
2: Right And they have a certain You know if people read horror stories They expect certain things In the book They expect a certain look To the cover And if you try to go against the grain And have something different Nine times out of ten It's not going to work Because they're looking for something specific And you're not giving it to them Yeah so yeah, you have you have, have to know wait. what your and if you say my audience is everyone yeah, right. that's gonna make your job really difficult because marketing to everyone is really hard. you, you right. need to try to narrow the focus so that you have a specific audience that you direct everything to rather than trying to just put it out in the world right that's true because you know right because then once you get on Amazon
1: and, and put the book on Amazon you have to find a genre that you fit in right which is very difficult i right, mean and that's that's
2: your you, category right, that's, ranking is really important and if you can't find a category that your book fits into you're going to have problems because nobody's going to be able to find your book you know this is one thing i'm thinking while you're talking
1: you know uh writing a description on Amazon is very hard and actually doing your book is very hard would it be a good idea which i th- sometimes think it is if you write the description of what you think your book is going to be like and try to stick to that so because after you're done sometimes you people say like well now what is this story about <laughs> you know i mean because right. like, that happens you know uh how do i How do I classify and, you know, put it in a short description because that's what you need? So what do you tell – I mean, because that is a problem for me too. I mean, I switch the description. I've listened to a lot of webinars, and they tell people, you
2: know, to change it up sometimes because that could help. Well, sometimes you can tell when you get into it that what you thought you were going to do isn't going to work. Right, right. So you know, if you can see that, you shouldn't just keep trying to make it work. You right. should find something that's going to work. But I would say, especially for new authors, having an outline or even just a description yeah. would help because they you don't you're going. get right. lost. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think people do so, get lost. You
1: know. Um, yeah. I, and somewhere in the middle there you know you can you're writing the beginning and then you get to that middle and you're going mm, i don't know and once you can figure that middle out then you can go to your end you know and go right. this works you know but if you can't figure out where you're going it's really difficult you know uh i wish sometimes that i do would write a, an outline but then the way i write i can't but and a lot of people that have been on my shows have said they cannot write an outline because their characters well, take you, hold
2: you know what the characters are
1: yeah what they're capable and of. and I think right
2: I think that or the outline one of the two because if you yep. know the character and you know what they're going to do and how they're going to act that will help guide you too because then you can come up with scenarios that fit that character but if, if you don't have any idea and you just start writing, I think that's making it, it a be. lot harder than it needs to be.
1: Right, right, right. And, all right. So maybe we'll take categories because I think there's so many different people that listen to the show. All right, now, and I wrote write in a lot of them, and you've helped me with a lot of them. All right, now, the children's book. Okay, so they have their notes or whatever, or they have some sort of a, maybe they're done, you know, and, so how do what do they need to do' Because this is the hardest' Because children's books are very hard to sell, and unfortunately, mainstream publishers do not want new authors right away they just don't right I mean, and we know that yeah we can talk about that in a little while, but the fact is there's people are uh, millions of people that are writing children's books and they don't know what to do with them as far as illustrating and so what would you what's the advice for a children's author
2: um well. You need to look at the age group that you're aiming for uh-huh. because there's specific vocabulary involved. Right. Um, one of the ones that we did was the Gary's Adventure with the Gargoyle. Right. And it is written at probably a higher vocabulary level than a lot of books for that age group. And that was one of the best books be I've learning. ever seen
1: out. It was re it's really right. done great. She was on the show. Well, I mean it she it was good.
2: It's intended to expand kids' vocabulary. And yeah. there are definitions of the words that they probably won't know so that right. you know, if the parents are reading it to them they can help them or if they're reading it. Was it was a longer themselves. book.
1: It was a longer book yes. than most yes. of you know and there's a lot of text, right? But it was really a good-looking book, um, the way it was orchestrated. I mean, everything about that book was a good book. You know, um, hopefully she's writing another one, you know, um, because I've always said, okay, I'm going to do this as a series, and then I don't, <laughs> which you know, <laughs> you know. So if you're going to make a series, just do it right afterwards. Don't be like because I I I, I like to talk about my you know, what I do and what I don't do. And I think that was one of the mistakes I've done in many of my genres because I say, okay, I'm going to write another one. And then guess what? You know that I don't. And I think
2: <laughs> if you're going to write a series, just do it. Don't like right. start well, something Well, and readers else. appreciate that too because yes, if they, they like it, they want to go buy the next one immediately. Yes, They don't want to wait a year for the next book to come out. And no. And I have told people who want to do series books to – Put them out all at the same time because then you can just market the first one. Well, that's a good idea. And the others are already there. And that way you're not having to go back and start over every time you put another book out. But I know it's hard for authors to wait that long. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Or, you know, some of them can't
1: come up with ideas, you know, and like uh, for me and several authors that I know, and a lot of them have been on the show, there's you know, they write in different genres. <laughs> and so, but, yeah. and it's really, doubly, it's really hard. But if you write a book and you're happy with it, a children's book, if you have the idea, then just do it. Because I do think that it, it's, a, it's really a good thing to do. Because your reader, you know, and it does take time to write a book. You know, I sometimes am ha- unhappy with myself because I'm not done yet with a book that I wanted to be done with, like the one I'm doing now. But if it's not right, it's not right. You have to be honest with yourself and say, I don't think this is ready. So, you know, and you are honest with that. So that's one of the things that people should know. When you need help, you're there to help them because when you start this, and if you've never done this before, you really don't know what to do, and it's not your fault because you can't. There, Even if you read book after book, like Robin said, but like you said before, the thing is it changes. constantly you know and it's really hard to market which we know but you have to be happy with the book and don't rush yourself because even if you said you were going to have the book done if it's not ready just make it ready you know at a different time but don't put stuff out after you've done a good book that's not so good just to get it
2: out right because it never goes away Right. You want to to be sure that what you're putting out there for the public is the best it can be because you can't take it back. Right.
1: And maybe we should talk about this right off the bat because, as you know, what happens is, let's say you have a book and you put it out, and then you want to change it. Okay. But you want to get rid of the other book. Talk about the fact that you can't get rid of it on Amazon. Right.
2: If it's a printed book, Amazon will never take it down. So, you know, if there's something that was embarrassing about the book and you don't want it to be associated with the rewritten book, give it a new title, give it a new ISBN, make it separated so that it doesn't have that other book following it around and messing everything up.
1: I have uh, I have this
2: I have this. E books you can get rid of. Yeah. Printed books never go away. So yeah, be sure that what you're putting out is the best you can possibly make it because it's gonna be there forever. See because
1: right, and what what has happened I know because uh be before you before you started your company i i had had my book done with uh you know i universe and the book is out there but they don't really have rights to the audiobook they don't have rights to anything and they they do have ebook my that it in an ebook and when
2: i was with them they didn't even have ebooks cuz ebooks came after well i them. think didn't they do a big push where they converted everything to ebooks Yeah, but but
1: that was never in the contracts of, you know, you own your own rights with iUniverse, but the fact is that, and at that time it was very inexpensive. That's like 15 years, okay, and it was really not expensive to go there at all, but whatever you put down on your book, that's it. They were printing it, whatever it said. You know, mine was edited good, but, you know, but if it wasn't, your book went out. And it's still out. That's right. You can't. They're they're not taking it down either. Do you know what I mean? So if I had a book from 15 years ago that they did, it's out there. So you can't get rid of it. So, you know, there's nothing we could do about that. So that's why try to like what you've done and be satisfied before changing covers you can do, which we probably should talk about because (laughs) – I'm well, I do change my covers a lot and I am changing my covers and I'm going to have to tell people now that I'm changing them cuz I don't want them to read the book and think it's a different book it's not. Right. But I I'm, I'm going to give them new life. And I've given well, them as new long life as before.
2: They keep the same ISBN. Yeah. Amazon and everybody else will replace yeah, with a new cover. But right. if you change the ISBN then that other version is always going to be out there. But with e-books, no. it's much easier because whatever you upload is what shows up.
1: Yes. There's somebody in the chat room. I, I'm going to ask them if they have a question. To do a question? Because right, let me see. Because they're in there and they're asking something about, do you know a book, my little scrapbook? Do you know what that is? Have you heard of him? No. I'll Look at it real quick. He's saying he has a title for his book, though, about depression. I don't know if he's writing a book. Okay. Anyway, all right. So now, right? Because I think that people don't understand that, and it's not really Amazon. They they're not going to do you a favor because they do no, you know, (laughs) because it's you, you know, a person. So try to be careful of that because it, if you look at people's um, books out there, if they have it in a paperback or hardcover, it's not it's going to be staying there. You know, the ebook you you won't know, but the people that have hard hardcover books and cover, paperbacks, there's it's there to confuse people. They will not take it off, so right. it's going to show up on the list anyway. So that's why try to be careful and try to get it right the first time. You know, that's, you know, because I, but that was a long time ago, so how would we know? You know, I don't think people discuss this kind of thing because we didn't really know what was going to happen in those years. It's only been, I don't know how many years for e-books, but
2: not Uh, forever. Probably 2008, maybe. Right. They may have been around a little before that, but. Because I'm trying to think, I
1: did shows that will almost be, I think, 10 years, I think, or 9 or 10 years, and so I'm trying to think, we didn't have e-books then, so we were talking about that on the show. I remember talking about it, and it was very few people that did them, and that was then, so it is probably.
2: Yeah, I don't think they got really popular until later, but. I think they were available in 2008.
1: Okay, so the, this is the question. He has a million questions. I've never written a book before. To be honest, the book is writing itself, which is true. If it's coming from you and you are just, you know, are doing this book, then my suggestion would be just keep writing it, and then Robin can help you once you've got the body of work and know where you want your story to go. Because he's in the chat right. room asking that question. Is that? Is there anything else you'd like to say to him? Because he's writing. He's never written a book before.
2: Well, like I said before, know your audience. Right. Um, also think about categories ahead of time. You can go right. To and the... his is,
1: if it's a self help because it's about depression. He said, if it's about mm-hmm. self help and what what you're going through sometimes in a nonfiction book, those books do do better on Amazon than some of
2: the other books. Well, and they're they're easier to focus on a specific group, too.
1: Right, right, right. And you're writing to a specific, you know, about yourself, but it's, you know, it's if it's a biography or if it's a self-help book, those books do do better. I think, you know, because you're right, there is an audience out there already. And then you can group it. I mean, that way, that's a good category a category that you can classify better than some of the others because sometimes with a romance or you know a romance is probably the hardest because um because I have a lot of people on the show which and you know which do romance erotic they do sexy they do um, romantic comedies it's very hard to put yourself in a group, you know, mm-hmm. on Amazon well, to that's make yourself seen. a huge same.
2: category. I know. Huge category. Know. So I you're know. competing with a lot of other books. Um, something that might be helpful is to go to the BISG Book Industry Study Group website. Uh, what's it called? That has B- a list. B-I-S-G, B- mm-hmm. Book Industry oh, okay. Study Group. Uh. That oh, okay. has the list of all of the subject headings that books can be uh, put under. Oh wow! Okay. So that that might help because then you can see like self help has probably fifty categories.
1: Categories. So,
2: but if then we're what, talking if you have that category, but if it's
1: not on, if it's not on when you put a book in on Amazon, what do you do? Call them then and.
2: Um, you can request a new category but okay. they determine whether they're going to do that for <laughs> you or <Right>. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah. really no rhyme or reason to how they decide that. Um but even when you put books with Ingram Spark, you, you need to be able to put them into categories and they use this list and you can't make your own category. So right. if you can't find some categories, at least two, if not three, that your book's going to fit into, then you might rethink things a little bit, especially if it's nonfiction because you're you're gonna want that nice focus to specific groups. Right. And see
1: right, and that's true. You know, and unfortunately, I've had this mistake. If you it, the first time around matters most because that's where you pick up your audience because right. when you start switching, I mean, I, you know how many times I've switched around, you know, but the first time, if you can get it right, works, right. you know, and and sometimes you can call, I have called them, and they try to help you, but in the category you know, that's the the biggest – I think that's a, the hugest problem for people in the – because I would look up a book. I just try to look up things just to see what's happening, and then I'll look up a book, and I find books that aren't even – they shouldn't be in that category, but they are. So I right. – you know, it, it's it's very difficult for people, you know. And, you know, when you go with a traditional publisher, they don't change things that much. You know, you have what you have. <laughs> you have a cover. Right. You have – that's it, you have your tag words, bye-bye, go do your other next book, you know, and yeah. I I don't see many books changed. You know, um, but which is why independent published authors, even people that have been published by bigger publishers that and they think they're bigger publishers, which they are, and as far as, you know, Simon Schuster, you know, those, you know, type of publishers. Yeah. But what When you go to them, it's going to take you years, number one, but they make the guidelines. So if you're already established with, let's say, uh, and they don't like a book that you want to come out with, you can independently publish your own. And I'm sure people do, and you don't even know the names. You know what I mean? They probably use another name.
2: Well, and... You know, that's also a way for them, because even Stephen King has done that written under a pen name. Yes. Right. Because he wanted to explore something other than horror. Right. And that and way it, he could do it without people saying, "But you're Stephen King." You, can, you know, right.
1: So. right? exactly. You know, and that's the thing you don't, really don't know. You know, um, now you know it's for, like here's some in the, right. The same person is in there. He says, "I have a body of work compiled in a scrapbook form, format. Just sharing my story of how I healed myself by not using pharmaceuticals. If I can do it, anyone can." Which you have done books like that because we've had people on the show that you sent me too that have had. Right. You know, but uh, my suggestion for them would probably be some similar to yours. Get all your thoughts in order of what you want and start writing it, right? I mean, right. what would you suggest? Well, you done, and, you know? and
2: possibly make it so that the left-hand page is personal experience and the right-hand page is suggestions for how to get help or where to get to, whatever's yeah, being yeah. talked about on the left-hand page so that it's both the personal experience and this is how you can do it for yourself. Oh, that is so like a good idea. Know, yeah. Supplements or if the person joined a group that really helped them or, you know, anything they decided to start walking a mile a day or whatever, then you know, if there are groups that do that sort of thing or you know, I'm just generalizing here. Yeah, and like way, if he wrote,
1: he, and he wrote this, you know, which is a big thing, is when you're writing a book to have that subline, you know, the subtitle, you know, he's <laughs> writing, he wrote, if I can do it, anyone can. And that that really is a good tagline because a lot of people don't think they can do it. And that's, right. you know, they would look at that line. So to the gentleman that's, uh, you know, talking uh, in the chat room here, I think that. Um, that's really a good thing, along with the title. If I can do it, anyone can, because I do think that is will get people to read your book. So, and I do think, like you said before, there is an audience out there. So, what he needs to do is start writing it and putting it in chapters. Or sometimes I think, if he, if you want to take a little flash, cut, like a little uh, white index card, and just write. A few lines on each card of what your chapter should be, that what what you want Robin. to talk about, so you don't lose what you you know you don't lose the point. You just go on, and sometimes the chapters when you're doing the book, I'm sure like someone like Robin or a, you know or yourself or he can do it. Put it in it. They could move it around and how he feels like he wants right. to talk about something. Do you have anything else well, that you should way, be telling him? Well, that way the
2: reader is okay. getting. A nice flow of how things should go because you don't want to put something that you did at the end of your journey in the beginning because that's not going to help your reader. So you want to be sure that you're both telling your story and helping the people who are reading. Okay. So he lives in that's
1: Australia. Jesse, he said he's writing. He, I I'm, I'm, i don't think I'll put his name up,
2: but he lives I have an in author uh, from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's Whitsunday so Sund- Whit
1: Island in Australia. Yeah. So, um, to, I'll just use his first name, Bob, you know, uh, Robin, like you just said, you have Australia, right? You, you have authors in Australia, right? And you know, I've had Australian auth- authors on and, uh, my PA, her name is Andy and she's from, um, Australia. So, uh, That's The good thing about the Internet is that we are all closer than we think we are. So, you know, because, you know, know, when I'm talking to to Australia, well, of course, I'm up a lot of hours, and she happens to be up. And um, one of the reasons that, you know, I I think it's important to have help,
2: you know, and nobody can do this alone.
1: You know, I mean, they think they can. Regardless
2: of what kind of book it is, you need an editor. Yes. And, and a professional editor, not not your neighbor or one of right. the teachers from the high school or something, somebody right. who does it for a living, who right. knows what needs to be done. Right. And it, because, it is going to right. cost you. It's yeah, not that's cheap. The,
1: that, that's you the problem about an editor, and that's what makes it difficult. But without a good editor, you know, there are some out there, though, that are less money than others. And so, you know... Um, it's really a personal, it's very hard. I think it's hard. I've been using Jeff Fleischer, who's done all my, you know, except for one of my books, which the other person that did my book, she won't say who she is, but anyway, I wish she would be writing for helping me. But all my other books were with Jeff Fleischer, and he, but he's very busy, but he is, you know, and it does help when you know the person, and they're used to how you write. So if you write, several books they know you and they know you know and when they're looking at your work they know that this might not be what you really wanted to say you know right but um,
2: when i recommend editors i ask the editors to do a sample edit and then to actually write a letter to the author explaining Their thoughts on the book, because I always send them the manuscript, their thoughts on the book, how they want to approach it, and what they think needs to be done. And then if the author doesn't feel comfortable with that or doesn't like the tone of the letter or whatever, then we go on to somebody else. Because it is a personal thing. I mean, you're, you're in essence giving them your baby so that they can dress it up. And if you... Have a personality clash that's not going to be a good working environment and and yeah. I have had that happen before. I have had people come back to me and say, "Oh, I cannot work with this editor. she's like a yeah. drill sergeant she yeah. she wants me to get every comma straight and blah 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 so you know if if you can't deal with that kind of perfection in an editor, then yeah. you need to look for. Different but, You know, time. you
1: kind of want to do have that you need perfection in an editor because unfortunately the readers out there now, even if they're not reviewers or whatever, they like to pick apart people, which I totally do not like. That is why I like audiobooks because when people are reading audiobooks they don't notice if there's a comma missing. I think people have lost right. the I think people should read a book and enjoy the book. Don't look for all the mistakes. I mean if there's a lot of them, yes, but every every book has some mistakes. But if there's a comma, don't don't put that in the review for someone. It's ridiculous. I mean, you
2: know, <laughs> you know, it, just enjoy the book. You, right. you know, but and, if, if there are so many errors that yes, it interferes yes, with yes. your reading enjoyment, then yes. I always mention it because I want the author to get better. I don't want them to just have all five-star reviews and, and not realize that there are issues because then they'll just keep doing the same thing.
1: Okay. Then there's uh, Bob is saying there will be no chapters in his scrapbook, but the structure is chronological. And Oh, he's thanking us. You're, you're welcome. And he's picked up a few good tips. He liked the left page, right page idea, and he needs to get an editor. The left page, right idea, that's a good idea. That's very good. You know, because that will no, be –
2: think- Those kind of books need to both tell a story and give readers a way to help themselves. Yeah. Because,
1: right, and that sounds really good, though, that idea. Oh, he's thanking us. Coffee, anyone? Yes, we'll be right down in Australia. We'll be <laughs> yeah, right there. It'll we'll just take us a few hours yeah. to get there. <laughs> and I don't love flying, so this is going to be very interesting. It's too far. Yeah, I, don't think I like, a, a, I like an hour quickly. flight. I could do an hour. <laughs> this is not <laughs> happening. But I think it's so nice that the world is so much, you know, because we have friends in Australia, we have friends in Germany, and, you know, in France. Yeah, it's so everywhere. nice. You know I think that's that's this is really the good part of the internet, not the bad part yeah. we see the good part is writers and people that are sharing information like you are. you know I mean because people don't know how to do things, and i don't I, I don't know i myself after twenty years, I still go, "Oh, I think I don't know this, you know, and as you said, you know things change, but the basics just the basics are. Write the book, get an editor, you have to have a cover, right? All right, so let's talk about mm-hmm. that now, the cover. That matters.
2: Yes, that's important. That's And you're great after at covers. The, yeah, you need a catchy title. You need to use a subtitle because that gives you extra keywords with Amazon especially, and it needs to be a subtitle that explains more about the book because if you only have a two-word title, you kind of need that. And then yep. the cover should be genre-appropriate and eye-catching. And the title needs to be big enough to be read easily when it's in that little thumbnail size on the Amazon page. Yep. And so, yeah the author's name should also be legible. Yes. You want them to because remember Because you only have so much room. And, okay, so and
1: a lot of times what I've done is I look for pictures, which takes me forever, on Shutterstock, and then <laughs> Robin will say to me, no, you can't have this or that. All right, tell everybody about vertical and horizontal and which makes the best cover, because people probably don't <laughs> know that because I didn't.
2: Well, <laughs> a vertical image is better because then you're not just having that little like snapshot with a background, you've actually filled the entire cover with the image. Yeah. Um sometimes that little snapshot thing works mostly I think for like biographies and that sort of thing because it's generally personal pictures that are on the front. Um but for novels I tend to like to fill the whole cover. It, it gives you a lot better pop to your cover because it, it's going to catch people's eyes because it's a big image and it's a big title. So you, that's your first way that you reel people in. And if they okay, look at the and cover and maybe maybe and, we and,
1: should say one one more thing about you. You are a graphic artist. I have told people that, that they don't know, and that matters. Because what you're saying right now, sometimes it doesn't fit in. And you could get right. a cover somewhere else or whatever, and it's really not right. It doesn't work on what you right. have to use it for.
2: Yeah, you you have to be careful and I tell people a lot of times to just do an informal poll because when I do covers for people, I give them several different versions because I can't get it right the very first time for anybody. But then if they're having trouble deciding, I tell them, you know, take it to work with you, take it to a family reunion, whatever, tell people what the book's about, and then ask them which cover catches their eye. Yes. And, yeah. and if, if they mostly it's hard you know, one, it's hard to find the right, right pictures. It it
1: really is. It's right. hard. Right. You know, and um but you have also on my covers, you know, I've given you an illustration from Mikey Brooks that and then you've Fitted it in and in away with other things to make it look right. You know, right. um and that works really nice, you know, also you know, And, so I right. think, and then you, know, you don't
2: have to have another illustration just for the cover.
1: Right, right, right. And then it really matches. I mean, over the years, you know, because we've been working together over the years, we've both learned a lot of different things because it just wasn't the way, you know, and we've met a lot of people along the way. And sure. I've met a ton of people, but I get all my books from you because I can trust you. I know the book's going to be right, and you are very helpful. And I think from several other publishers that I've seen in the they're gone. They're not around. That used to be on my show as guests. You know, they're not around.
2: Well, it's difficult. It's,
1: it's hard. A difficult it's business, serious. and
2: there's not a huge profit margin unless you're somebody like Authorhouse where you're charging thousands and thousands of dollars.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: So you know but, but, but it's just because this. they
1: go to but if they go to Authorhouse and sometimes they don't have their books edited. They don't insist, you know and right. There are several publishers out there that don 't insist on it being right, okay, and you are paying them and they don 't maybe tell people that they 're not editing whatever you write is going in the book and you know there are right. people that don 't like that don 't like paragraphs they don 't want quotes. you have to have it right there 's no such thing you know i I know I am not an editor. I barely <laughs> can do a description in the right tense, you know because I do write screenplays and even in my head, I think I'm a screenwriter, but I'm writing books because screenplays are very hard to get out there It's all about the money, so right. you know for people that have screenplays i my suggestion has always been, and some have taken it, write it in a book, at least the story's out there. so in some day, if somebody wants to do a movie from your book, which is getting very popular is a good thing. And novellas also right. are getting more popular because it's a short read and Hollywood will read short reads. They're not going to read 500 pages. They're just not. you know.
2: but, Well, it's too expensive know, to produce, yes. too. They can't do yeah. that.
1: You know, but But, you know, there are a lot of people, so don't be afraid that you're not graded at grammar or any of that because an editor can fix it. You know, uh, right. the most important thing is, which is the name of my show, is a good story is a good story, because that's what you need to do: write a good story. And if you don't think it's good enough, go over it. You know, just right. over and over until you think it's a good story, and don't rush because we've I've talked about this in the last I think a few weeks ago. Uh, sometimes I say I've, I've said to myself, how I don't know these people write ten books in, in like a year. I'm thinking like I don't know how they do it. I really don't, and I you no, know I, I it's either. not the way I write, but that's the way they write. You know, and I'm not saying it's bad. It's just I can't write that way. You know, right. and uh, I'm not saying they're not fussy or they're whatever. But I tend to be a little fussy when I'm writing. But my story has to be the right way. My dialogue in my stories have to be the right way. And, you know, so I think that those are things we all kind of know what we, you know, that we might not like about ourselves when we're writing, but we do it. Because you want to get the finished product out, but don't stop and let yourself be inhibited by yourself. Because that yeah. is, a, authors get that. What do you tell people when well, they, they're starting a book and they'll they're go, oh, I can't finish it?
2: Well, it depends on whether they have just burned out and they need they need to take a step back, yeah. or they've come to a point where the story doesn't work anymore, and yeah. that's why they're not able to finish it. Because sometimes right. the story sounds like a great idea, and you get halfway through and you realize, huh, this really isn't going <laughs> right.
1: so to work. Right. Unless you can make it work, right?
2: Yeah rework it and go at it again. Or there are a lot of editors who also do manuscript reviews Yeah. and they look at it from the point of view of, is it saleable? Does it fit into a certain category? Um, is the story good enough to work? That sort of thing. And yeah. it might be worth it to pay somebody to look at it so that you know for sure that it's going to work and you're just you just need to take a break or you see come that's to a, dead a good end. idea
1: but uh if you go to a manuscript reviewer now do they uh you don't want them to do punctuation. You just want them to read the no. story to see if it works, no, right? Just, so they do they that. just
2: look at it and say, oh. you know, you've got strong characters, this is yeah. a good plot for this you know, if it's a mystery, this is a good mystery plot. Um and they might say you know your dialogue's weak you need to have the characters move things along more than you telling them what's going on and that kind of thing or they might say you know this idea really isn't strong enough to carry a whole novel so then you might just turn it into a short story see or and you, and the, you find it, something to twist it so, around and, and change the story right. a little bit so that it works better,
1: right? So I mean, this just came up, which you know happened to me, and um, so okay, I wrote a book. It's called Guilty Pleasures, and it's a sexy, erotic type of book with a lot of characters in it, and some I wrote it, and I, while I was, I mean, while I was writing it, I it just went along fine, and then I. And the book sounds good. I actually did an audio audio book, and I listened to it. But then I had – actually, she's going to be on KB. She's a reviewer, and she's going to uh, be on November. Uh, She does audio books and reviews a lot of things. So she made a comment in the review, and I agreed with it because um, it was a thriller. I didn't start it out as a thriller, which is not always a good thing to do because you should start it out. (laughs) So then we were going to change it a little, and I, I talked to you about that, and then I thought, well, I'll just change the description. And when I read the book, I went like, you know, and I listened to it. I went, it's, it, it read pretty good. So I'm thinking like, this is not a good idea to switch it all, because if I start switching it, everything is going to change. The only way that I can ever rectify what I did is to move on with those characters because they were good characters and just do new books. Because sometimes you don't realize that it should have been in another category, but it could fit in two categories, like you said before, you know, right. and, and am I being overly sensitive about it and maybe going to just throw it throw it out but that's not true you can't do that I made that decision myself and I went like no I had good reviews in the book so just leave it and move on and you're making a new cover for me but uh I liked you know and I liked it more after I read it again because I went I like these characters and it was pretty good and I knew the mistake that it could have been a thriller and it should have been more but I didn't start it that way but sometimes you do start a story and then a murder happens and that's just the way it is. You know, yeah. um, I think we've all gotten to the point where you want it, you know, so fast, you want to know everything so fast, but then I think to myself, well, books that I've read before, you know, all of a sudden the murder does happen. Some life happens. You know I mean, you know, yeah. or something <laughs> happens, you know, uh, or, you know, and it didn't start out that way. And that's, a problem so don't don't make it a problem you know don't or you can't not that you don't want to listen to reviewers because it's not a bad idea to if you you know read the review and then go yeah maybe they're right and but just move on i i'm very bad at one thing moving on because I did that with my screenplays and when someone said it was a good read and they needed to change a little I changed the whole story not a good idea that is not (laughs) so just be happy with what you did and when you read it like a year later you'll realize it isn't there it isn't bad so you know and it sounds pretty good because it's almost like you didn't write it and so I mean what do you tell people like that because you know because some because you're a big mystery reader and right. so well I read
2: everything, so Yes, okay. But, but sometimes you like a lot of you have so, to just right. step back. Yeah. Sometimes you're so close to it that you can't see anymore and you yeah. have to just put it down and walk away and then like you said, you went back and read it and you were like, Oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, but at the time when you were putting it out, you were sick of it yeah. and you didn't want yeah, that, to look well, at that it well, that happens anymore, to me, so.
1: which I try to get over, you know, which is one of the reasons I did screenplays because you usually don't get sick of screenplays because you kind of, they're 90 to 120 pages, 110 pages now, you know, and you don't get sick of it usually, and I, I think some authors do, but, you know, if it takes you a long time, just. Allowed yourself the time. You know, I mean, I try to listen to my own advice. I remember I was at a book signing and somebody was got, got up and asked a question. This is a long time ago. And they go like, oh, you know, I, I started a book and I just can't get to where I need to go. So my advice for them at the time was just keep writing. And maybe you didn't like the part you just wrote, but you'll get to the next part and like it. And maybe you'll just cut the part you don't like, but it'll keep you writing. So I kind of try to keep that in my head because just because you're writing it and you come to a part you're not sure, don't stop writing. Write, and maybe you'll cut that part out, but it'll get you to the next place you need to go.
2: Right. Well, don't just and stop. after you have let it sit for a while and you go back, you can see if there was a problem, yes. and then you'll know what to do with it once you've had a little time away. Okay. I think sometimes authors get so buried in their writing that they lose perspective. (laughs) They they need to step back a little bit.
1: (laughs) No, this is true. Okay. All right, now let's go to a memoir. So if people are out there wanting to do a memoir how would they begin there? Because that's a big, I, I was just listening to a commercial. Now they're going like, just sit down and write stories about your life. Like, like it's so easy, you know, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I did a memoir. I from- did a memoir for somebody and, um, it, it's not that easy. I sat with her, which, you know, my to life book and I sat with right. her every day and we wrote it. And, um, as you know, people say like, "Oh, I don't like this part or that part." I'm being like, "This is a true story. <laughs> it's a true story. Yeah, I this can't, is change her life. You can't change anything.
2: This is her life."
1: <laughs> so, I so people, you know, people are always wanting to do that. And you have a lot of authors that just want to write something for their families to have. So, what would you suggest for that, that writer?
2: Well, if it's just for their families, then you know, I've done several of them where they yes. include funny little stories, you know, Uncle So-and-So always had horses and he always named them funny names and blah, blah, blah. Those kind of stories for your family are great because that brings that person to life even if they're not here anymore. Um, And those kind of things probably will become heirlooms because they'll be passed down. Um, If you want to try to write for the general public... That's a little harder unless you have, you know, if you're a World War II veteran or Vietnam veteran or something like that. That gives you a pretty good focus and a group of people that are interested in that. Yes, if and there's a large group of people life, interested in the vet stories. A lot, a right, group, right? If yeah, we've got. I've got an author who is writing all of the surviving World War II veterans' stories from this area. Yeah, and great idea. The, that's a really cool yeah. book he's done, It's a two really two great idea. Series. That That's a good library
1: yeah. book, too, to be in library or an e-book or right. a book, because people want to know about that. That's good.
2: Right. But it, if you're just writing about yourself and you didn't do anything that's going to make the general public interested in you, that's going to make it really hard to sell it. Yeah. I mean, if you are a nuclear physicist and you had something to do with some, you know, big discovery or something like that, then, yeah, there's going to be a pocket of people interested in that sort of thing. Yeah. If you just lived a good life and want to tell people about it, that's fine. But I wouldn't really expect huge sales unless you're just the most in, inspiring person ever. Uh, right. You have so, to kind of be yeah. realistic about your expectations. Okay. A huge, that. Now, this is one
1: thing I don't want to forget. Uh, we need to talk about marketing because people, they, they're upset if they don't sell a lot of books. Okay. I'm just going to say a few, just a, a few words. All right. Robin, you you know, you do a lot of great banners, you know, and I'm hoping one day that you'll put that and that's what you'll be offering. <laughs> but, you know, there are, you know, uh, several places I use, and now I have a uh, an assistant because I think people don't realize that they need to spend some money because you cannot do this by right. yourself. You need to get out there, and you're never going to be able to write if you're constantly thinking of, social media so i use you know owl and pussycat and i use um southern publications and now i met andy jeffrey from australia and there are lots of people out there but you have to be careful because the reason i mention a few people is because i use them and i've tried other people and they don't do what they say and like one of the reasons you're on the show is because you do what you say and i really over the years have tried to have people on my shows that I can say to people, you can use them because you can trust them because there are so many people that say they're going to do stuff and they do nothing for you. However, you have to help yourself. So, okay, how can they help themselves?
2: Um, Well, first of all, educate yourself about the publishing industry. Uh, Learn about social media. That's probably the cheapest way that you can self-promote. Um, as long as you're not just screaming buy my book buy my book because people don't yeah. care for that. But, but <laughs> you know, yeah. learn about social media, learn what is involved in marketing on social media, so that when you go to hire somebody to do that for you, you're going to understand how much work is involved in that and why they're yeah. charging you for it. Um, don't don't expect people to do things like that for you for free. They, right. they have no motivation to do that. So, no,
1: right. You know. I mean, you know, and look it. I mean, I have given advice over the years because I was an agent, and you don't make money when you're an agent. I did it for 20 years. But um, I, at, when I first started, people would always, you know, years ago, they'd say, oh, if you have to pay people, you no, know, you can't pay people because that's not good. You shouldn't pay them. So now that's not true. You need to pay people because they have to make money. Agents don't make money until they sell something, so that's the way it goes. But other people, they need to make – you cannot expect people to do it for free. And you can't expect to get a book done for free. And if you do, it doesn't turn out right. So you have different programs that they can choose from, right?
2: Right. And and we pretty much do everything a la carte so that if you just need a cover – then you can just get a cover. If you just want a review package, you can do that too. So, yeah. you know, I don't force you to do everything if you don't need right. everything. Right. And you
1: do do books that people have had done other places, you redo them.
2: Yes. Do a lot of those actually. Yes, because well, all right, that, I'll just add to this.
1: Okay. All right. Now, when you are going to am this, this is especially for children's books. If you do not have them done with the right color, with the right um dimensions whatever, it just doesn't work. And children's books matter with color and design.
2: So right. when
1: you try to do that by yourself, it does not work well on Amazon.
2: No. And there again, when you realize it's not working, you can't take it down because Amazon yeah. won't let you. Right. So. See,
1: that's, that's the whole thing. I mean, that's the thing, you know. I mean, and but you have to know that you can go to somebody and and ask them a question. And, you know, people have come to me. But don't spend money until you've either asked a question, come on my shows, or listen to some of the shows because Robin has heard the same stories as I have. They're, they're bad. I mean, they're really bad. Right. People Point. are spending the – Do They have
2: – Do research, and if it sounds ugh. too
1: good to be true, it probably is. Is, right. And oh, the other thing that you have told me, if you think you might get sued by something you said in a book or did, done on a cover or something, don't do it because you might. Right.
2: Yeah, don't and, invite
1: trouble. <laughs> Exactly. You have to – you know, just because you're doing it yourself doesn't mean when you stand in front of a judge and they say to you, why did you do that, that they're going to say – It's okay that you don't know. No, they're not going to say that because you do know. You have to know. You have to be careful. no excuse. Yes. (laughs) You know, you can't just use somebody else's cover. You can't, you know, if you're at Shutterstock, you know, or any of those places, I think once you buy it, it's okay. And if you maybe sell like hundreds and hundreds of thousands, then I think there's something in there that says you might have to pay them. And if you sell that much, you
2: won't mind. So, right. so that's, you know, it's a huge yeah, amount I think of it's books. 500,000 or something. Yes. So some I mean, ridiculous right. number. So, yeah. yeah. But, right.
1: So, but, but, you know, and you can't take something off and use it as a cover just because you feel like it. You know, you have to make sure what you do. You know, and right. some things on Pinterest, it's very difficult to know. I don't know. You know, on occasion, You can put a picture out, because I've checked on that. I think you can put a a picture and maybe, you know, with a quote on or something. And I don't think that's like a lawsuit because it's out on Pinterest. But I think... Well, you're not making money from that.
2: Right, Usually right. when the lawsuit comes about is if you're making money from it's right, it. Right, right. Nobody
1: cares about you if you're not making money. Once right. you make money, then everybody cares about you, you know. And, and you really have to be careful, you know. All right, and then maybe we should do one little, another little topic is changing your name and using, uh, you know, I listen, I, I've done that. I don't know. Do you have a lot of authors that do that?
2: Um, just a few. And and the reasons they do it are important to them but not necessarily something that I understand. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're going to do that just realize that it makes marketing ten times harder because you can't market it as the author because you don't want anybody right. to know it's you. Which has been which was yeah. me
1: when I did my lady Jane Sinclair. I love the name, I love the idea of it, but then I thought, like, oh my god, I'm on a radio show for the last nine years I'm talking about <laughs> books, and <laughs> then I'm not going to be able to talk about anything about that I do in the the erotic sexy market because I do children 's books, and I thought, oh, you know what, forget it, I'm just going to put them all together and put them on my website, and that's it because you know, but my advice to people is to stick in the genre, I mean, for a while, because it's much yeah. easier to market. It's very hard. I mean, because Robin knows what I've gone through. I mean, it's hard because, you know, should I have two websites? Should I do this? Should I do that? And at the end of the day, I think now James Patterson, I think what he's done now is he puts it all out there on his page and because he's, he's done so many right. different types. I right. mean, it's really hard to market yourself, even for yes. him. I mean, and, you know, and, and look at does, him.
2: He does a lot of Self promotion too. I mean he's all over T V. Yeah. So what are the keys to people?
1: What do you think promotion is number one, right? For people to promote themselves.
2: Yes, you're competing with millions and millions of books and if you're not telling people that your book's there, they're not gonna find it. Yeah. There's there's just too many books out there. Um, write series books, once you found an audience (laughs) and they like your writing they're going to keep buying as you keep writing. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, keep writing yeah. and keep writing because the more books you have, the better you're going to do. Uh,
1: you know, I you know, <laughs> as many times as we hear this, you know, and we say, I say it all the time, you know, and it's just it is hard for authors out there. I mean, we. We change our thoughts. We change our minds. Drive you crazy, you know. But you you have to go to someone you trust. It's really hard when you go to people that you don't trust. The or you get into. I mean, you know the stories. The stories are not good, you know. Right. Uh, and and some of them are very big companies, but they don't offer you any help. You know.
2: Right. Uh, well, and those it, bigger companies a lot of times uh, farm stuff out overseas and they don't expect them to do anything but format it and send it back yeah they're they're not reading it they're not keeping your best interest in mind they're just doing a job and sending it back yeah I think you know you you need to do research before you go to a place like that right
1: you know and, and and, you know, you've seen it, I've seen it, you know, So, but I think for authors out there, they really need to get their words out there, and they feel that they want to, and they should, but just do it right, and you don't know. Yeah. Nobody ever knows what the next bestseller is. If we knew that, we, you know, you don't know, so don't think that your book can't really turn around and really be good, you know, and get a lot of sales and make it to the movies. It, it is possible, it's not impossible. You just got to do it right, and you just have to make the best book possible, you know, and have right. it look right for sure, you know, which is what you do. Now, next week, I have Eleanor Parker S- Sapien and Jack Remick, who comes on and tells us all different kinds of things about writing. <laughs> and he's been on. He'll be on next Wednesday. Uh, he hasn't been on for a while. And, he, you know, he's been writing a long time, and, is, you know, he's a very big critic out there and in life. And it's always good to listen to these people that have done things. You know, that's why I have them on my show because they've been there before and they're here now and things have changed a lot. Right. But, you know, the one thing he said and always sticks in my mind is if a review is bad, just move on because you're not going to rewrite your book. And most people don't. So just like, you know, that's just it. You know, and it kind of stuck in my mind, and that's why, you know, I listen. I have a lot of questions. That's why I call Robin, and you know, she answers it. And I, you know, anybody I've sent to her is very happy. So I think if you're thinking about doing a book, get it done right and market. Yes, you know market
2: at, And market and market and market.
1: And right, and don't don't be mad if the book doesn't sell that much. It's just you have to brand yourself because maybe the next book will sell better. I mean, my last advice for people is keep writing, write the mo, write a lot of, write a lot of books if you can, because the more books you have, the better it is.
2: Right, and you, you learn know, I, from each one.
1: Yep, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, some of us. <laughs> Are there any last words that you're thinking of?
2: Um, No, just be careful who you give your money to, uh, research it, Google is your best friend for that, Um, any company that you're thinking about going with, type the company name in and then complaints about and do a search and if you see like editors and predators come up or something, writers beware or something like that, then you probably better read what they've written and think twice. Except if they don't check it out first, <laughs> because like right.
1: 15 years ago they wrote something about me and they never took it down and it wasn't true, <laughs> and I begged them because I said this is not true, that, so they don't take it down even if it's wrong. So that's the right. that, that's the problem, you know. Um, well, if you only see one thing, right, I wouldn't that's worry true. too
2: much. But if you, see I don't even know if it's still things. on there.
1: I, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> but it was so upsetting, (laughs) and I called them all the time, and I went, they kept saying, oh, you're taking money from being an agent, and I went, no, I'm not, and I wasn't. I'm a WG agent, and WG agents cannot take money. They, You have to wait till you sell, and unfortunately, I'm not doing as much now because it is hard to sell, and it was a lot of time, 20 years, and I really wanted to do my career, so that's where I stand, but, you know... You, really, you could ask people, check around, you know, because sometimes I see right. people writing, do you know this company, do you know their company? Listen, I'm happy to answer a question, and Robin answers questions. We do, because we know, yep. you know, and, but, you know, if you get it done the right way and you do all the steps, you got a chance. I mean, I don't think there's, a, you know, in the children's market, I think people are always afraid, but. They need to get it done right, for sure, because you cannot screw around with those pictures. They have to be right. Right. You well, it's it just with
2: children's especially, you have to go to the library, do readings. Um, you know, it's harder with the children's books because there are a lot of them, and parents are super picky. Yeah. But you can think outside the box, go to, like, Clothing stores that specialize in children's clothes, that sort of thing. See If you can sell your book there, you know, you have to not just think about bookstores. You've got to be thinking outside the box to give yourself that little advantage. Right, you know. And I think, you know, I think
1: just be happy, you know, I, I mean, have fun writing a book. Because I know for myself when I sit down and I'm writing, I'm really happy. But sometimes... It takes, I go like, should I be doing this today or should I? And then when I actually sit down, I go like, I'm happy I did this, you know. So, I, you know, I I think other people that aren't writers don't understand that. So yeah. it's good. That's why it's good to be talking to people like on my show or if talking to people that you know that are authors, you know, are publishers, because it does help to, because we are in this and we understand it. And most people don't understand what we go through. It's not easy. Right. It is not easy. But when you have a, a a product that's finished and it looks great, and people are reading it, it's good. It's a good feeling. Right. And if you if you independently publish, don't feel bad about it. Because they're not publishing, they can't publish as many people that are out there. And they are starting to look at other books. But you know what? You have complete control. You have control to get an audio book right away. So I think there's a lot of benefits of independently publishing now. Right. You know, uh, and so I think that if you have any questions, Robin is available, I'm available. And um, do you want to give your website? I, I have it on the show page, but.
2: Yeah, it's it's FidelityPublishing.com. And the phone numbers on there, my email's on there. If you've got questions, I'd be happy to talk to you. Yes, I mean, you know, I mean, and and get it
1: done right, you know. Um, and I think our our Bob, who had called, you know, wrote in. You know, he was saying that he hates flying too. That's why he became a ship captain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then should I? I think he's off now. But should I say I don't? Like to, I don't like to go on a boat either. I'm like a great traveler.
2: <laughs> so, so you're landlocked, basically. <laughs> I kind of,
1: kind of. <laughs> uh, it, it's good to have people, you know, it's a live show, and it's good to see that other people are having, you know, they they there's questions that people have,
2: you know, on right. writing.
1: So, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people do think that every, you know, some authors make them feel like they know everything there is to know. Well, that's not going to happen. Nobody knows everything. No. Maybe you do. No, Maybe and, you do. And things change all the time. So I, I know. But, you know, you are caught up with a lot of things and I am too. I mean, you know, I mean, I I read a lot, we get a lot of emails, uh a ton. I you know you you get the same ones on so many companies right. out there that's why that's why I say these things because I get every minute I so there's more people that are joining doing marketing whatever and and they're so expensive it's and there's no guarantee so try to do it if you you know you want inexpensively you can I mean it works right yeah y- and if get you banners. want to take the time
2: you can do part of it yourself but but, It'll burn you out, so paying somebody yeah. to do part of it is a good idea.
1: That's a good And I want to thank you for being on the show. It was great. It's been a long time oh, since you've been on the show. It has been. I don't even yeah. remember. What it was either. <laughs> yeah, it has been a uh, long time. Yes, it has been. All right, and thank you so much. And I want to thank you personally for everything you've done for me and, and put up with my, you know, because I, you know, I have a lot of questions, and I change a lot. And, you, you know, <laughs> Robin's used to that.
2: Yeah, And then
1: she, she doesn't always do it right away because sometimes she knows that it changed my mind.
2: Yes. And say, yeah, sometimes oh, I no. wait to see if you're really sure. I
1: know. <laughs> Cause I'm sometimes really not. I do like different <laughs> covers, you know, I really do. You know, and I think it's a good idea, you know, to yeah.
2: uh, change it up.
1: You know, which no, do. you do. you might and, hit on
2: something that catches people att- people's attention better than right, what you had previously. So, <laughs> well, yeah, right. It's always it's like a game. You know, it's
1: kind of a game, but it's a fun, yeah. it's fun. Don't make it not fun. You know, and th- it's easy if they if they want to play more of a game and not, instead of making it so seriously, then they don't. You know, right? No, it's not. You know, it's just part of life. It's not life. <laughs> so,
2: right. yeah. If it, Thank it you, again. you out yes. and
1: makes you upset, don't do it. Right, exactly. Good idea. Thank you so much. Okay, and my show will be next week, and I'm sure I'll be talking to you, and I'll be putting out my covers. (laughs) I am sure.
2: I almost changed my mind, but I'm
1: sure. All right, take care. Thank you.
2: You bye -bye. Uh Bye, Bye Bye, everybody,
1: and thank you all for listening. Bye. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.